We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Friday. It is February 23rd. It is 2024. We have a 10-game slate to talk about here on today's podcast. I know DraftKings is six games. FanDuel is 10. Um, of course, they couldn't like interlock on a Friday. Um, and it, it's such an ugly late slate with all the back-to-backs uh should be fun <laughs> uh i laugh in uh that was a nervous laugh but joined today uh, as always on friday by my good buddy will priester chief justice 06 chief 10 hoop games how are you doing my friend i'm good brother uh six on DraftKings, 10 on fan duel gonna be very interesting um and away we go yeah a lot to talk about a lot of back-to-backs i was just telling well, what did I tell you? 14 of the 20 teams on this slate are on back-to-backs. Um, huh, yeah. what that that makes for such a great night before breakdown of the slate. <laughs> so, uh, first look uh, podcast for sure. Let's jump in, have some fun. Hope everyone's having a fantastic Thursday night over there on YouTube. What's up, YouTube? We get started with Toronto at Atlanta, 244.5 total in this game. Atlanta is a 6.5-point favorite. Toronto is on a back-to-back. I'm going to say that a lot on this podcast. Okongwu is out for Atlanta. Let's start with Toronto. Big win over Brooklyn. They The game wasn't even remotely that close. Um, I, I, mean, they, I mean, it was close until the fourth quarter. Like We really saw Toronto kind of put that game away in the fourth quarter. Uh, we saw just a giant fourth quarter out of their starters. What do we like here for Toronto going up against a fast-paced Atlanta team that plays little defense? Uh, I think we're going to like plenty here, even though they're on this back-to-back, Stevie. Like, you know, this should be a really fun spot. You know, R.J. Barrett is a guy that I've been targeting consistently here. We saw him, uh, you know, have really nice games since the transition to the Raptors. Um, you know, they've got uh, Jakob Poto back here at 6,200. He's another guy, Stevie, as they got right before the All-Star break. We kind of saw his minutes, you know, start to increase. So he's another guy I think could be could be pretty cool in this spot. Now, how are they going to keep handling Kelly Olenek? I don't know if I knew he was going to get 25 minutes. I'd play him. Uh, not not as sure about him. Uh, but, you know, those two, those two guys, uh, Poto, and Barrett are two guys that I really like. I still don't hate Emmanuel quickly. Emmanuel quickly, he's another guy. Uh, Scotty Barnes has been, you know, okay. Looks like Gary Trent's picking up some minutes here at forty three hundred. I don't hate him. So that those that that group of players uh, is where I, where I'm most interested against the Atlanta Hawks. And that's on DraftKings. Obviously, their price is a little bit different than FanDuel, uh, but but definitely like this game for sure. I like quickly a lot in this spot. I think that, 
you know, obviously we've talked all season about point guards against Atlanta. I'm not stopping now. Um, yeah. I'm on it. I'm going to keep playing it. It's just a phenomenal spot just in general here. So I really like this spot for quickly. And then you mentioned RJ Barrett, like shooting guards have been fantastic against Atlanta. Atlanta just doesn't guard well. It doesn't really matter the position. They don't really guard well. I think they're bottom or like top 10 allowed in fantasy points to every position. So it's just a phenomenal spot in general for Toronto. I like Barrett. I like quickly. I like Barnes. I probably leave Poto on the bench today just because, I mean, on DraftKings, maybe you play him on a six-game slate, but on FanDuel, I mean, center only 10-game slate. I think you're going to find better options than him. On the Atlanta side, we got a Kongu still out, but we got Capella back, you know, Clint Capella coming back here and playing. Um, But they did say that, like, there is a possibility that Capella plays on a minutes limit for this game. So um, fun stuff. Let's talk Atlanta Hawks here. What do we like for Atlanta in this 244 total? They have, I think they have the highest implied team total on the slate. Um, no, Oklahoma City does. Just kidding. Yeah, I mean, we've got DeJounte Murray here at 7,500 on DraftKings, which is uh, a really good price. I mean, he's 8,200 on FanDuel. So a little bit of a you know price differential there, even in terms of percentage of salary. Trey Young, 9,400. Like, those two guys are obviously going to be leading the charge. Um, you know, I don't hate Capella at 5,900. You know, if, if he's going to get the minutes, don't hate Jalen Johnson, like the 7,300 on DraftKings. And I think those are my main guys. But DeJounte Murray at 7,500, man, feels like a steal to me, especially as we've got – we went down to the all-star break. He was really starting to, sh- to flash some upside in a few of these games. So um, I want to make sure I get him included. Toronto's defense hasn't been the same since the trade. Yeah, I mean, this is a very interesting spot. If we don't get like a – cap on minutes for capella it'd be interesting to see what his ownership looks like because i mean with the kongu out there's really nobody i mean fernando is technically behind him and you know fernando could play 20 25 minutes here um but i i do i like the deshante murray call jalen johnson is always someone that i like to play for atlanta i mean it is a on DraftKings a small six game slate raw points that matter so trey young um he's averaging 62 fantasy points and three outings against Toronto this season already. So, I mean, Trey can easily smash here. We got Cleveland at Philadelphia, 229 and a half total. Cleveland is a four and a half or four point favorite in this game. Hey, Will, guess what? Both of these teams are on back to backs. Um, let's go Cleveland first. We, uh, we know that. Donovan Mitchell sat Thursday. It was an illness. Um, he was at present, like he was president shoot around. It was very interesting that he got ruled out in that game, but he did end up sitting. My magic ended up beating Cleveland uh, in that game. So uh, do we think Mitchell comes back in this one? Do they just give him an extra day? What are your thoughts here on Cleveland? Man, this, this is a weird one for me, Steven, because I don't know. How how they're gonna treat him like it, it, I if he's to me to me what what today suggested was he wasn't he was maybe fifty percent you know what I'm saying like he wasn't he was sick maybe okay but probably not okay enough to play probably lack of energy so forth and so on I'm sure he you know they gave him treatment today sure he took some meds probably got some rest. And perhaps he wakes up in the morning and he's 70%. If he's 70 to 75%, I think he goes here in his spot, Stevie. So I guess what I'm saying is I think I think if he's in, in that range, I think he plays. And if that's the case, you know, he's probably the guy uh, behind him, maybe, maybe Mobley, maybe Allen. But that's about it for me. That, you know, with, with him back, He's going to soak up so much so much usage on this team. I do think Garland has value at sixty three hundred. Um, you know, at that price, like on DraftKings, I still think he's got upside to hit some ceiling here. Yeah, ended up playing thirty seven minutes. Keith and I were talking about Garland yesterday and how 
we were a little concerned about the minutes, but I mean, they said that he should be good to go minutes wise. And he played 37 minutes, scored 18 points. It was a very like spread out attack for Cleveland. Like everyone had a good game, but no one had like a ceiling game type of game. And I, I mean, I, I worry about that potentially happening, but Philadelphia's defense has been a lot worse since Embiid has been out. They're like 29th in defensive efficiency over the last eight games without Embiid. So Obviously, this is a spot we could see Cleveland kind of just beat up on Philadelphia. Uh, we just recently saw a really competitive game between these two teams. So it's tough for me. I want to see if Mitchell plays or not. If Mitchell plays, I probably don't have a ton of interest in general on Cleveland. If Mitchell sits, I think we go back to Garland. I think we go back to Struess. Levert had 10 shots and played 27 minutes off the bench. He just shot terrible. He shot 20% from the field. He went two for 10. So He's another guy you could potentially go back to um, in the back-to-back here if Mitchell ends up sitting. And then on the Philadelphia side, I, I just—I mean, Philly just looks terrible right now. Um, they look lost without Joel Embiid. They got beat up by the Knicks. Was it a 14-point game or something like that? It just wasn't pretty. Like, Paul Reed played absolutely terrible. Maxi took 24 shots, scored 35 actual points, and had absolutely no health or help. Um, Kyle Lowry played 25 minutes off the bench. Ubre played 33 minutes off the bench. We saw Batum start and just kind of get run off the floor really fast in that game. And Reed get run off the court really fast in that game. He had foul trouble. What are we looking at here for Philadelphia? Yeah, very interesting spot for them because, man, it feels like Cleveland, you know, if Mitchell's back should, Stevie you know, kind of win this game here. And that doesn't mean they're going to run away with it, but they have been running away with it when they've been fully healthy. Um, I mean, I don't hate Reed at 5,800. Like, he's been – excuse me, he's been fine. Um, you know, I'm, I'm probably not as interested in Tobias at 7,800. You know, I'm I'm a, I'm probably not as interested in Buddy Heald, although he's been spectacular, Stevie, since coming to Philly. The scoring and the shot attempts have been, I mean, just right on par with what we want to see from kind of some of our mid-range stars. Um, so I don't – I almost don't hate Buddy Heald as a big, large-field tournament play against a tough Cleveland team. You got to think he's going to be – nobody wants to play him today, Steve. This, so this could be a, a big spot. I mean, he's been putting up 40-plus-ish fantasy points. Um, I didn't get a chance to see what he did tonight, but I think he's a big time tournament play. And then, uh, in terms of Maxi, I'm not as high on Maxi with him beat out, even at 9,100. Like, I'm okay leaving him on the shelf. I think they've got enough pieces to, to be able to, to, to win games without him having to go nuclear. So, I think Maxi is a fade for me today. I do. We talked about this yesterday, and I I do want to kind of dig into the game flow in the morning and see how much Lowry played with Maxi and how much Maxi got to get off the ball a little bit. Because, I mean, we saw 24 shot attempts. We saw nine free throw attempts from Maxi. He was a lot more aggressive just in general here. Just the defense has been awful. Um, So... Kyle Lowry is 4,200. Kyle Lowry had a, a really solid game. 11 points, 5 assists, 4 rebounds. Um, nothing that's going to win you a tournament, but he had a, he had a really solid game. All right, we got Clippers at Memphis. 224 total. Clippers, 10-point favorite. Clippers on a back-to-back. Memphis is without Bain, Clark, Ja, Pittman, and Smart. Let's go Clippers here first. I was trying to pull up if that – yeah, that game's over now. Um, the Thunder beat up on the Clippers in that one. They did. Um, what are your thoughts here when it comes to the Clippers? Uh, even though it's back to back, I think they're going to beat Memphis. Like they are the better team. You know, I'm going to give them a pass coming off a bye. I get to good OKC teams. Let's, let's, let's give OKC their problem. This is not the down OKC. Like they're a good basketball team. Um, but I, I think they handle Memphis pretty well tonight. Uh, with this one, I'm okay with Kawhi like at 8,700. Like I know, you know, he's been the one guy that's been pretty good here and, and fairly consistent. Um, so I, I'm I'm okay with him playing. I'm okay with Zubak on the low end at 5,400. Uh, the slight floor, possible high ceiling play. 
Uh, and I, I'm okay with James Harden. Not as interested in Paul George as, you know, he he's he's had some moments, but he seems he seems to be the odd man out in terms of upside when they're all playing, in my opinion. So uh, I'm I'm willing to take the fade on him. Um, I mean, and I think that's just it. Norman Powell, even though he's cheap, I don't, I don't think he's great value um, because he's kind of a main piece of the team. If it gets out of hand, I think he's sitting too. Yeah, Clippers are tough outside of George and Harden, um, Kawhi. Like, those three guys are the guys that get such a huge amount of usage. We saw Norman Powell play 30 minutes and take 19 or had 19 points off the bench against the Thunder. Zubac played 29 minutes, and they did say that, like, his minutes restriction is gone. We'll see, like, if he does play the back-to-back here, but I think this is a pretty good spot for him at 5,400 on DraftKings. Memphis side, Memphis is still without so many players. Um, it's just a it's a new look Memphis team. We've talked a lot about like Vince Williams, you know, down the stretch here and how well he's been playing and scoring. Is there anything standing out to you in this tough matchup? No. <laughs> I mean, he's seven K now. Like, yeah, yeah. It's tough when you when you're just looking at when you're looking at the matchup and then you're looking at the rotations for Memphis and you're like, gosh, I don't want to play any of these guys. Um, No, like none of them are like cheap enough. Like Concher, he doesn't really have a a ton of upside. He's going to play like 20 minutes. And yeah, I just, man, I, my, my one question, my one question here just in general for Memphis is, does Derrick Rose start playing like 20, 25 minutes again? I, I don't think it happens like in this game, but like the ankle, he had a week off. Like, I mean, maybe this is like Derrick Rose playing 20 minutes at 3,900 and getting a ton of usage of that second unit. But I don't think that's something that I would stake money on. Yeah. I mean, he's cheap enough at 3,900. You know what I mean? Like, but but he's got to play 25 minutes. I think if he's playing like 15 minutes, it's not worth it at all. Washington at OKC. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> the Memphis side so ugly. Uh, this game's not much better. It has a 241.5 total. The Thunder, a 15-point favorite. Both teams are on a back-to-back here. Before we get into the Washington side, we have a question in chat. GG Jackson for Memphis. I think he would be the one guy if I was going to play anybody I'd take a shot on, but I don't feel confident in that either. I just, I don't want to play really anybody from Memphis. They're just such a bad basketball team. I'm with you to answer that question. Washington side of this <laughs> thunder game, Washington kind of getting blown out here in this game going up against Denver. Uh, it's just kind of getting kicked off in the second half. What are your thoughts here on Washington? Um, I'm still I'm still on on the train with Bagley here, 5500. I still think he's got the upside, one of the best rebounding matchups on the slate. So uh, I'm in. I know it's back to back. I am expecting them to lose this game. I do think OKC is the better team overall, but generally speaking, I still think this is a good spot uh, for Bagley. Um, and I think that's that's mainly it. Like, I don't really want to play Washington, but I, just, I, I think Bagley's a good play. Yeah, I don't mind the Bagley call. Um, Denny Advia is someone we talked a lot about the podcast yesterday and how his role has changed and He's still he's had seven shots um right around halftime. He's just shooting terrible against Denver. Maybe he bounces back in this Thunder game. I, I think Bagley would be my favorite target here, but oh yeah. Advia is still somebody I think we could potentially take some shots on and hopefully he gets really hot because I need him to this point prop. Uh <laughs> th- Thunder Thunder side of this one, I mean, I, I know I was a little curious how 
like Gordon Hayward was going to kind of fit into the rotation. He only ended up playing like 14 minutes, but that game wasn't necessarily close. I think it was a great spot to kind of get him some run. Giddy only played 23 minutes. Um, yeah, Jordan Poole did come off the bench. Whoever he did. just yep. yeah, yeah. Did. Mm-hmm. whoever asked that, it'd be easy. So yeah, Jordan Poole came off the bench. Um, gosh, man, on the Thunder, like if this game stays remotely close, SGA should smash. Holmgren should smash. It's just whether or not you think this game's going to stay close or not. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's, I don't think it's close, Stevie. But even even still, I, I still just think OKC is just, they're just a better team. So, um, I do still think at these prices and how they're distributing minutes is SGA, and that's it for me. Like I don't, I, I don't even want to play Chet and Chet. I mean, I, I know Chet can have some performances. Like, this could be a nice performance, but I think it would just be SGA for me in this spot. I mean, we should – I guess we should at least mention, like, Jordan Poole had 12 shots at halftime. He was chucking on that second unit. Like, if that's going to be a thing, maybe we play some Jordan Poole here. Um, I mean, hasn't he just fallen off a cliff in terms of real production? I yeah, mean, but maybe awful. maybe going to the bench is exactly what he needs. No, right? no, I, I got you. I'm just I'm just talking about like the season. Man, this has been terrible. Yeah, it's been an awful year. I think a lot of us were excited about Jordan Poole, and it just hasn't kind of it kind of I mean hasn't really worked out. But <clears throat> back to the Thunder. I mean, Holmgren, Williams, SGA, all in play for me. But that's really it. I don't think I want to touch like Giddy with like Hayward potentially there. Dort, I don't think I want to play him either. He had a really good like shooting night against the Clippers, and I just don't think he repeats that performance. Miami at New Orleans, 223 and a half total. New Orleans, a three point favorite. Hero is questionable. Richardson is out. Rogier is out. And hey, New Orleans, they're on a back to back. Let's go Miami first. Obviously, Tyler Hero news matters uh, because if we do end up getting like Tyler Hero and Rozier out for this game, Butler, um, Jacquez, Robinson, all these guys would be players that I think we want to target even in a so-so matchup. Yeah, for sure. Um, I We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I think Bam might be okay here regardless. Like, he's got such stable minutes, Stevie. Like, his minutes have been just some of the best uh, on this team, he's probably also because he's been one of the most healthy uh, on this team, also. So I don't don't want to overlook that. Uh, I'm with you if these guys sit like hockey has a 5100 playing 30 plus minutes is, you know, spectacular. Uh, you know, Jimmy, I, I wouldn't mind Jimmy in this spot as long as he's going to play the minutes. Um, and I think these mean pieces would be main pieces. I said mean, excuse me, main pieces uh, would, would be really good targets. I think I'll reserve Duncan Robinson for, uh, you know, Tyler Hero will have to sit for sure for me to get the Duncan Robinson here with Jimmy Butler back. On the Pelican side, we did end up seeing Ingram sit on Thursday. Yep. So it was an illness. 
they did say it was unavailable. Uh, we got that news somewhat early, and they said they are unsure if he'll be able to play Friday or not. Zion played 35 minutes and had a fantastic, fantastic game. 27 points, 10 assists, two steals, a block. It was just a Zion type of game, but I, I think C.J. McCollum, C.J. McCollum took 22 shots with no Brandon Ingram in that game. We don't necessarily love the matchup. Oh, and uh, the saga of Valanciunas and Larry Nance continues. Uh, Larry Nance played 12 minutes. Valanciunas played 27 minutes. And <laughs> Valanciunas had a 2014 game. And this is just what's so irritating about like the situation. is like When Valanciunas yeah. gets 25-plus minutes, he is a guy that smashes. And I just, yeah. But, it, but tonight, Nance will play 25 and Valanciunas will play 18. Yeah. Like, it's just what they'll do. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, of course, I, I like Larry Nance just uh, for the previous slate, too. By the way, just just so you know. Oh yeah. Um, what are your thoughts here on the Pelicans on a back-to-back going against Miami? Um, I, I think if Ingram is out, I'm still interested. If Ingram is in, I'm not interested in anyone. It's kind of how I feel. Um, does Zion play in the back-to-back? I like so many questions. Does Valanciunas play in the back-to-back? We'll see if anybody gets ruled out here. If people start getting, it's one of those slates just in general, not just this game, but it's just one of those slates in general where we could have a bunch of people get ruled out day of. Um, you're yeah. going to have to adjust the news. Yeah, spring training baseball is back tomorrow. So who knows, Stevie? Maybe I'll just make some money on that. There you go. <laughs> Phoenix at Houston, 229 and a half total. Phoenix, a three point favorite. Both of these teams are on a back to back. Yes. You can hear it in my voice. Um, hey, Devin Booker did his thing. You know, we talked about yeah, him. I like Booker yesterday as well. Yeah, he's someone I, I think it was his point point assist prop. I, I forget what it was that I bet, but he hit it, and that was nice. But, you know, we saw Bradley Beal. Like, everything had been pointing to Bradley Beal being more on, like, the probable side. But now he's ruled out Thursday, and he's unlikely to play – Friday we saw Eric Gordon play 35 minutes we saw Grayson Allen play 37 minutes in that game against Dallas Royce O'Neal played 30 minutes off the bench let's talk Phoenix obviously Devin Booker Kevin Durant are your high ceiling guys but I mean the minutes for Eric Gordon and Grayson Allen are are really interesting assuming that both of them start again if Beal ends up sitting again yeah for sure um I think in this spot, Steve, I'm right back to Booker and Durant, though. Like, these are the two guys. I, you know, Grayson Allen at 5,400, I think he's okay because he had already been playing, you know, nice minutes anyway. Uh, and I know that Eric Gordon, you know, he's just a professional, man, a professional scorer in the NBA. But I think I'm going to ride a die with Booker and Durant and let the chips fall. Like that, that, That's where I want to plant my flag here. I'm okay fading everyone else. Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, Eric Gordon, I feel like, is going to take shots away from Allen, just in general. So maybe just take shots on Booker and Durant. Yeah. And I don't I don't love the Royce O'Neal playing 30 minutes off the bench. He did have, like, a, a 10-9 game, if you want to chase that. Yeah. Houston side, Houston on a back-to-back two. They got blown out by New Orleans. Yep. Um, Sangoon hit his under nine and a half rebounds. If you were able to jump on that before it moved to eight and a half. And then we did see Van Vliet go back into the starting lineup, play 30 minutes. We saw Thompson come off the bench, which definitely helps Sangoon in the long run, uh, just in general. What are your thoughts here on Houston? Um. I don't hate Van Vliet at 6,700. I think he played 30 minutes because of the blowout, Steve. If this game's close, I think he's playing 35 to 37 minutes. Nothing has indicated that he, um, you know, wouldn't play in the upper 30s. Like, that's that's what he's been doing all season. So, I, you know, I, I think he plays. Um, I'm okay with Singoon here um, at that particular price. I mean, I, I think he's cheap enough. This, this is more the, the DraftKings price more than the FanDuel price, but – uh, draft pays at 8,500. I, I, I'm still okay with that. Uh, but mainly, man, I, I take Fred Van Vliet at 6,700 on DraftKings is incredible. Yeah, I mean, 
I think the Van Vliet price is is nice. I gosh, I wish I wish Thompson's price would have like got shifted because he got moved to the bench, but it didn't. He he ended up taking a ton of shots with that second unit. Um, yeah, so, man. Thompson cost me big time tonight too. We had this under PRA because it was it came out and then Van Vliet was going to play, so he still hit it because of the blowout. It was terrible. Just yeah, he, terrible. He had a good game. He is, he's such an active rebounder. Um, I just don't – like, I get why they're not starting him, but if I was making the lineup, I'd figure out how to start Thompson over Brooks. I don't know, but that's me. I'm not an NBA coach, though. Uh, <laughs> in chat, Yeezy did say Van Vliet left the game for a little while but came back. Maybe Van Vliet sits on the second end of a back-to-back here, and we could take advantage of Sangoon's unders and Thompson's overs um, and play maybe some Thompson. Like Thompson's a guy where if he's going to start against Phoenix, I'm going to have a lot of interest in him if Van Vliet's out. So maybe they, maybe, maybe they limit Van Vliet on the second end of a back-to-back here. All right, moving on. We go, we're going to shift gears now. We're going to talk strictly FanDuel because DraftKings does not have this these four games on the slate. They'll probably make like a secondary like late slate, like a four-game late slate, which would be kind of fun. Don't have that pulled up in front of me, so we're going to talk FanDuel here. We got Charlotte at Golden State, 229.5 total. Golden State, a 14-point favorite. Golden State and Charlotte on a back-to-back. <laughs> um that's the that's the drinking game today. Um, back to backs, but I don't know what the NBA is doing with their schedule. It's like, hey, you know, hey, everybody get healthy. Let's, uh, you know, everybody get healthy, take a week off, and then when you come back, we're just gonna play back to backs. All right, let's go. Your your Hornets first. They're in a competitive game against Utah right now as we're recording this. I assume Lamelo ends up sitting again. I assume Mark Williams ends up sitting again. What are we looking at here on Charlotte? Uh man, well, you know, on FanDuel, Stevie, uh, Trey Man is sixty three hundred now. I don't like that price. I, I, that's too rich for my blood. Um, you know, you got Cody Martin at fifty four hundred. That's pretty man. You got Miles Bridges at nine k. Brandon Miller at sixty nine hundred. You've got uh, uh, Grant Williams at 5,200, which is probably okay. You've got Nick Richards at 57, which is probably okay. But generally speaking, I just I don't like the pricing on this squad. So I'm, I'm not going to be playing a whole lot of Charlotte Hornets here. Yeah, I mean, Trey Mann is someone that I talked about a lot on the podcast yesterday. He had a terrible, terrible first quarter. He's bounced back a little bit. Uh, he's still not having like a stellar game. But I, this price on FanDuel is a lot different at 6300 I, I feel like Grant Williams would be my target here. I think that Grant Williams is going to, like I said, play that P.J. Washington role 28 to 32 minutes off the bench. He, he had zero rebounds in the first half, but ended up having like 10 points. So um, Grant Williams would probably be my favorite play from Charlotte. Bridges and Miller, they kind of eat into each other's like production and man's production a little bit. Um, I, I mean, I, I could see like Richards getting run off the court here and like Grant Williams playing a lot more with Golden State. Like, couldn't we like potentially see like Draymond and Grant Williams play the five against each other in this one? Like, Definitely possible. I, yeah, I think that I, I really want to target Grant Williams again. Um, even if he does end up like kind of stalling out here on Thursday's slate. And then on the Golden State side, they're going to be on the back-to-back. They're playing the Lakers on TNT. They got a you know televised game. And, I mean, overall, for me, it's, it's always Steph. Like, he's the guy that I, I would target the most. We love big men. Maybe Draymond and Steph in this spot. I mean, Kaminga just hasn't been playing great recently. So Steph has 16 points in the first quarter of that Lakers game. Oh, that guy is just so good at shooting basketball. Uh, What do you like here for Golden State? Yeah, man, definitely Steph. I mean, he could torch us here in this spot, Steven. That's not uh, 
He probably is going to torch us, to be honest with you. I don't hate Wiggins. Sneakily, Wiggins is starting to play a lot better uh, as the season goes along. So I don't, you know, I don't hate him. Um, I don't mind the Shadow Kaminga only in tournaments, though, like strictly a tournament play. And then you've got Clay Thompson here at 5,700. I feel like I've somewhat been the Clay Whisperer this season. And and I know they're going to be on a back to back, but this spot against Charlotte, Stevie, he, I mean, man, he's going to have wide open shots galore. He's just got to hit them. At 5,700, I'm, I'm willing to play him as well. I was reading a report the other day that the Magic are going to go very hard at Clay Thompson in free agency this offseason. Um, I don't know how I feel about it, Will. But why? I don't know why I feel about it, Will. Like, I mean, I still think, d- despite this bad season, I think he's just older and has had some injuries. I don't think he's worth the big money, but if he doesn't have to take the big money, Stevie, and you can, he's going he, he's gonna take a big contract though. No, I, I don't. But I don't think he can get. I don't know if he can fetch the big money anymore. Like, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, if you've got like the the, the combination of your point guards and Clay and Paolo and Franz, and I mean, all he's gonna have to do is. I hate to shoot. say this, he's just going to have to shoot. Right? Yeah. That's it. He's, he's, you surround he's, him with good defense. I mean, I, I hear you. I hear you. Um, I, I Okay, if Clay can come in and, and on the Magic team and average 20 points a night, I, that would make a huge difference in, or, in an Orlando team that desperately needs another scorer. So I guess I, I hear you. but If he doesn't have to command big money. That, that's gonna, I, I just feel like he's gonna he's gonna take big money, but he's gonna take big money to come to Orlando. <laughs> Orlando's a fun city. You should come, Clay. I know you listen to the podcast. Thanks for listening, Clay. Um, <laughs> Milwaukee at Minnesota, two twenty four and a half total here. Minnesota is a four and a half point favorite. Middleton's out for Milwaukee. Minnesota is on the back to back, right? Pretty sure they're on a back-to-back. I could be wrong. This Minnesota? one, are they on a back-to-back? No, I don't think so. Okay. I just, I got back-to-back heavy. Oh, no, I didn't write back-to-back. I wrote it for Denver the next game. So there you go. Minnesota, nobody on the injury report for them. They should be good to go. Uh, let's go Milwaukee first. FanDuel does say that, like, Giannis is a game-time decision. He's probable on the injury report. He'll, he's going to play in this one. Uh, let's go Bucks. What do you like here for Milwaukee? I like Giannis. I'm that's about it, Stevie. I look, man, as crazy as this sounds, Minnesota legitimately has been a tough defensive team. I I don't feel good about targeting anybody but Giannis. Dame at 8,500. If you if you would have told me that earlier this season, Stevie, I'd be signing up for Dame at 8,500. I think this is gonna be a tough spot for him. Uh just give me Giannis. That's it. I have gotten to the point where I don't like playing anybody against Minnesota. Yeah. And I just I feel like I respect this team enough that I mean they have consistently been the number one defensive rating team all season. I mean, better than Cleveland, better than Boston, better than the Thunder, better than the Magic. Like all season, this team has stayed up top. And they play slow. They play at the 26th pace in the NBA. Like, Milwaukee will try to push the pace in this game, but this game's in Minnesota. Minnesota's a good defensive team. Milwaukee's getting better defensively, but they're still not, like... I mean, it's night and day than it was beginning of the season, but they're still not, like, a top-10 defensive team. I think they have the potential to be a top-10 defensive team, but um, for me on, on the Milwaukee... We have seen like the trend that like Doc really loves to play Malik Beasley and Bobby Portis. I think Bobby Portis is someone that gets 25 plus minutes in this game, maybe closer to 30 because of Minnesota's size. Maybe there's a little bit of value, but it's just a terrible matchup. And the other side of this one, the Minnesota side, like Milwaukee's playing better defensively, yes, but I mean, this is just one of those spots where. Rudy Gobert or Carl Anthony Towns could have big games. You know, Brooke Lopez is guarding one of these guys. Potentially we could see Anthony Edwards have a big game just in general here, but 
the pricing. Do you see the pricing on FanDuel? Yeah. Like Edwards oh, is yeah. 95, Towns is 81, Gobert is 8K. Like I could get behind playing some of these guys if the price was right, but the price is wrong on all these guys. I, I think if anything, like Mike Conley's 6K. I was going to say maybe Mike Conley, yeah. but he's 6K oh, he's too. 6K. Like yeah. Minnesota is just very highly Can't priced on FanDuel. Three. He's 5,600. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, hey, FanDuel. You added the four games, but you're not making spots playable because the pricing yeah. is, uh, yeah, I love basketball. <laughs> All right, Denver at Portland, two eighteen and a half. Denver's a nine and a half point favorite. They're on a back to back. Portland is without Brogdon, Brown, Henderson, Sharp, Williams, Walker questionable. Let's go, Denver. Denver should control this game. They should crush in this game. Uh, we're seeing them beat up on Washington just in general from from the tip too. Yeah. I think someone said Jokic had a triple double in 16 or 18 minutes in chat. Might have Uh, been the first quarter. Yeah. Just, just wild. What do you like here for Denver? Um, I'm okay with Jamal Murray. I'm okay with Jokic just because they're going to command so much usage in general. Outside of that, that's it, man. I hate to be that guy that's just recommending the main plays, but they just, this game could also be out of hand, Steve, even though they're traveling. So I I don't that, – that's about it from Denver for me. I will say this. I feel like you're going to have plenty of value open up throughout the day on this slate, oh, yeah. just oh, in yeah. general. Um, there's too many teams on the back-to-back, 14-20. So, uh, Portland's somewhat interesting. They're missing a lot of pieces here. Brogdon, Henderson, um, they're missing enough pieces where I think that – we could potentially take some shots. We talked a little bit on the podcast yesterday about how Denver has been struggling against bigs. Maybe Aiton is our center play on FanDuel today at 7,700. I don't necessarily hate him. I hate playing Grant. I I mean, Simon Simmons, Simon's um, he's okay, but he really hasn't been paying off his price. I think this is a spot I want to play Aiton. And that's my that might be it. I'm okay with Aiton. Uh seventy seven hundred, not a bad price. But I'm with you. Like that's about it. Jeremy Grant did go on a scoring tangent, Steven. I'm gonna call it a tangent there for a little stretch, but all in all, man, I, I it's a tough spot for this team with, with limited resources. So I, I'm out. Yeah. Uh... I mean, Tybal probably starts here, but like his minutes have kind of disappeared. Do we think his minutes bump back up with all these guys out? Maybe. If if Tybal were to play 25-plus minutes at 4K, he's a potential value play, but, I mean, you don't feel great about that. I think to play Tybal, you need to see like Jabari Walker end up missing this game for you to really yeah. want to play him. All right, finishing out. San Antonio at LA, no total in this game because, hey, Will, guess what? Both of these teams on a back-to-back. Um, oh, gosh. LeBron sat Thursday. We'll see if he's back uh, for this game on Friday. And then – the All-Star break, too, right after. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. And then we'll see, like, Wimby on a back-to-back here. Like, he's recently played a back-to-back – just limited minutes. So I don't know what we'll be looking at minutes wise for him here. Uh, anything that you like for San Antonio? Uh, man, I really, I really think it depends on like the availability of these Lakers, like LeBron is back and AD's playing, you know, and the Lakers have more out than just those guys too. Like Christian Wood was out. I think Max Christie was out. And, um, who else? Cam Reddish, I think, sat that game. Did he, did he not set? I'm pretty sure he sat too. So they had some guys out. Um, I think it's Wimby at 10-4, maybe. Like, he's probably our guy. Maybe Devin Vassell. But that's about it. Like, I'm not I'm not really thrilled about anyone else. I know they've been playing a little bit of Blake Wesley here, and he's been okay. But, like, generally speaking, I, I don't see the ceiling, so – I'm not afraid of him, but Vassal and uh, and Wimby, I think, are my two. If I was going to play anyone, yeah, 
obviously, uh, we have to wait and see whether or not Wimby plays. Because if Wimby sits, Vassell, Sohan, Johnson, Trey Jones, all these guys become a lot more interesting. They're yeah. they're somewhat priced appropriately if we do end up getting like the news that Wimby ends up sitting. So we'll pay attention to that. And then on the Lakers side, obviously we'll wait and see if LeBron plays. If LeBron's out, I, I feel like one of the top value plays on the slate is going to be Max Christie. He's 3,600 over there on FanDuel. I assume Max Christie would play 25 to 30 minutes in this game with no LeBron. You know, he's healthy. He's played nine minutes and they're eight minutes to go in the second quarter. So, I mean, if that translates into 18 minutes at minimum, uh, I mean, Christie at this price is great. If LeBron sits, Reeves, D'Angelo Russell, Anthony Davis, all very much in play. San Antonio is definitely Russell, a team I want to attack. Got to think about it. On FanDuel, that is. Yeah, I think if LeBron's out with a San Antonio matchup, I think I still pay 8K for D'Angelo Russell. I think that price is just price is right. Good show. <laughs> um, any final thoughts on the Lakers here? Give me AD, man. 11-2, really good spot for him. I mean, he's been really, Stevie, AD's been really good all year. Like, if you just kind of look through, like, as a game log person, it's 50s and 60s, Stevie. Just jam-packed. And at 11-2, I mean – I couldn't pass him up in this spot with no LeBron against the Spurs. Yeah, I hear you on that. I mean, definitely. All right, let's play the morning grind game. Yes. We are going to play it on DraftKings just because the game is kind of set up for DraftKings. And yeah, enjoy I, and enjoy your families, people. Don't 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 waste your time with this FanDuel slate. I'm, I'm kidding. Like play FanDuel, but you, Stevie, you know what I'm saying. Slate ends at eight o'clock. You got you got the rest of your night to yourself. Yeah, I mean, so there is a two-hour gap. Like, you could have a nice dinner and hang out with the kids, you know, yeah. and then come back and, like, all right, do I need to adjust for 10 o'clock? So <laughs> I, you play the late slate. You yeah. could watch Truck and um, Xfinity qualifying. and oh, like, I'll yeah, be doing Truck's this. tomorrow. No, just, I mean, they there's a doubleheader Saturday, so Truck's no, no, and no, Xfinity I, I know, qualifying. But, but I'm saying, like, yeah, yeah, like, we get that information. Yep. So, all right. Morning grind game. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. Who do you got? Oh, man. Give me. This is a tough one, Stevie, because I don't feel like there are a lot of good plays. I'm going to go with Gary Trent at 4,300. Yeah, that guy. All right. Um, I mean, with Bradley Beal not expected to play, give me Eric Gordon at 4,800 here. We're going to have better value throughout the day. There's going to be value that opens up. There's too many teams on back-to-backs. Yeah. Over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Give me Maxi at ninety one hundred. That was mine too. I like that. I agree with you. Um, tough matchup against Cleveland. Price still up. I, I mean, I'm leaning Bam at eighty four hundred. I could see Bam having a really solid game and having an upside game here, but I, I just don't know if I get to Bam a lot on this slate. It's him or Sangoon. I think one of those two guys busts. Sangoon hasn't been showing a ton of ceiling, so maybe Sangoon over Bam, but I, I don't like either one of those guys. Will took my answer. Blame Will. Favorite 6X <laughs> play today. Who do you got? Uh, give me DeJounte Murray from the Atlanta Hawks, 7,500. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. I mean, I keep coming back and looking at a slate just going, how, how am I not – getting a lot of exposure to Bagley going up against the Thunder. So I I really like Bagley here at 5,500. So he's my 6X play. Hey, Kate Cunningham was my 6X play yesterday, wasn't he, I think? Um, Or he was my let's get weird GPV play. He crushed. 
You get like 50 fantasy points. I know he crushed his point prop. Let's get weird. Yeah. Let's get weird. GPP play of the day. Who do you got for us today, Will? Jewish Brand Van Vliet on a back to back facing Phoenix, slightly depleted with one of their big three down. 6,700. Price, I think, is a little bit too cheap for his upside. I'm going to go to Amon Thompson off the bench for Houston. Um, I would love uh, this, obviously, wouldn't be a let's get weird GPP play if. We did get news that Van Vliet end up sitting on the back-to-back here, but Thompson is someone I think could smash in this matchup given the minutes. Uh, there's no props out. I, I was looking, and, like, there's nothing out there's right now. On I know. It's – yeah. So, <laughs> well, obviously, we'll have to skip the betting and pick them plays today. We'll have some stuff up hopefully Monday for that, but uh, there's just nothing up. Uh, there was a couple spots up, and there was like nothing jumping off the page to me. So, yeah. Any final thoughts before we get out of here, my friend? Negative, man. Glad to be back on with you, and uh, glad that Stevie MLB is like whew, right around the corner. So I am. I mean, I am so excited. Yeah. If you do want pick and plays throughout the day, make sure you head on over to rotogrinders.com slash discord. Check out Chiefs prop shop over there. They're pick they're posting stuff of all kinds of sorts all day long. Uh they got, I got non-stop action. Like yeah. they're playing darts. Steve, now I haven't gotten the darts yet. Okay. But I mean, man, it's 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 on like Donkey Kong in there right now. I mean, my my good buddy, the Siege, um, has been crushing some dart stuff. Um, so I need to. I think I need to get into Dart Street. I, I just need. I need to get into Dart Street. But yeah, you could check all that stuff out. All the most of like I, I think almost all the channels except for Grant's Action Lounge and the NASCAR uh, Discord channels are all free now. You can check out like NBA. His game theory channel. He's just locked. Yeah, blenders, 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 grants, and um, that Stevie guy on his NASCAR channel, and I think Cardi's stuff, the Bat and Blitz, have a pay. But if you yeah, want yeah, to talk yeah. NBA throughout the day, I'm always popping in over there on Discord to so check that out. It's gonna wrap it up here for Friday. Hope everyone has a fantastic weekend. We're back Monday talking hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you then.